Center in the Saints. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. And we are continuing our conversation on the modern day armor of God. Uh, last week we talked about, let me see my notes, my eyes, I had to put them on. We talked about <laughs> the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, and our feet filled with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. And before we get started on the next three things, I was just thinking, um, because you know I'm a warrior at heart, I would love to mm, no. <laughs> I would think I would have liked to be in battle. In my heart, I think I would love to be in battle, but I know that I also don't like, you know, peeing in the woods, so this probably isn't for me. But, <laughs> you know, when someone goes into battle, there's boot camp. Mm-hmm. They train in their armor. They are fitted in their armor. They go out and they practice with all their gear on. They have to, you know, hike with their armor so they know what it's going to be like. They put them in all these conditions with their armor so they know when a battle comes they are ready. They know what to do. They know how to use their weapons. They do all these things. They don't just like, you know, run them out. Hey, here's your armor. Head on out to that X out there. That marks a spot and good luck. Yeah. Like the war started. We right. know there's been no prep, but grab your gear and let's hit it, people. Yeah. We're shooting that way. Okay. Yeah, that, that is so true. That's not what we do. Right. And so I think as Christians, what we do with, um, first of all, the armor of God, I've never like I said, really enjoyed this part of scripture. It was just a quick read. And to me, it was so picturesque. I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm not sure what's happening over there until I read Priscilla Shire's armor of God. Then I understood it. But this is why you have to be in your Bible every day, because number one, we're always in battle. We're not even aware of the battle that we're in. We should probably read some of those scriptures today. Um, But also you don't know when the battle's going to come. You don't want to just suddenly pick up, oh gosh, this is happening. Let me see if I can find a scripture. How do I do a keyword search? That's not where you want to be. <laughs> right. Uh, so speaking of scriptures, I love this from Hebrews twelve two on faith. It says, faith is how you start in your walk with God mm. by believing in Jesus. Faith is how you progress in spiritual growth. Faith is what will help you keep standing until the end, when you stand before Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Mm. I mean, to take up the shield of faith means to put our complete and personal trust in God in every single circumstance that we face. I mean, everyone. Would you say that faith is active? Because without, and I can say I have faith, but I don't exercise my faith till I do something. Girl, I think it's so active. Definitely. I mean, I think it is when we are faithful, we are putting our faith in, it may not be our power, but we're putting our faith in God's power and his will and like his desire to bring it, you know, to the world and into our lives. Mm -hmm. And I think that takes action, action in our hearts, action in our minds, action in our actions. (laughs) Like, we can't just talk about it. We can't just think about it. We have to do it. Yeah, and we always say, oh, let's step out in faith. It's just, it's an awkward statement. It is what we do, but, like, I wish we could say it another way, right? Oh, how could we say it? Hmm, we could. I, all right, step out in faith. Just go do something. Trust God with that. <laughs> and put put your shield up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you think walking 
into, I like the fact that when they're talking about the shield of faith, like a shield you have to hold, which takes action. It's not just connected to your body, like the belt or the shoes. Mm. So that's why I think it is action. Like you have to hold a shield. You can totally put down your faith in a situation or circumstance, right? A belt, you got to kind of go through something. A shield, you can drop, you can forget and leave it at home. You know, it takes an action to hold it up as a shield. And so it does take action and thought and and progress and mm-hmm. work, right? Mm-hmm. And it leaves one hand free to do something else. Like smack somebody. <laughs> oh, see, I'm in battle. The whole time we're talking, I'm physically... I, I'm, <laughs> thinking about being in a battle right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> She's always in a battle. <laughs> Y'all don't even know what's going on in this head. <laughs> it does feel like that sometimes. Um, a lot of times um, in this world, especially. But I love that it is this, sh- this shield. It protects us, though. Our faith can protect us and we can carry it in to every situation that we are going in. It's kind of like our pocketbook. Like, would you want to go anywhere without your pocketbook with your lip gloss and your AirPods and your credit cards and your nail file and your your own pen? Because who wants to use those dirty pens at the counter? Girl, that's the truth. I right mean, there. I've been using my own pen for a decade, people. Who, who cares about COVID? We're just talking about people that don't, you know, they go pee and don't wash their hands. Lord, you went right there, didn't you? I did. Like, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, so, no, please wash your hands. You guys are the worst culprits. And you got to touch that thing to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Lord, wash your hands. So I think that is a beautiful image of our shield of faith. But, you know, then it moves on to our helmet of salvation. Mm. It's not a hat. It's not a cute little bonnet. Mm. It's not a trendy little, you know, trucker hat. No, it's a helmet. And, you know, the one thing about salvation that Priscilla Shire was saying is, you have salvation, but you have to accept it mm. and like own it. So true. I mean, yeah, it's it's there for everybody. And it's like literally free sitting on the wherever you are. It's sitting right there. And but still people have chosen not to pick it up. Yes. And, you know, her description of salvation, if you have the book, um, it's on page 53. She says, Salvation is both our eternal security with Christ as well as the full inheritance we've been given through relationship with him. It includes our blessings, status, and identity, everything we've received that enables us to live victoriously for him. Hmm. I think um, that is very smart and wordy. I think about my son who played football. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And how important helmets are in so many sports, skiing, whatever, to protect our heads, mm-hmm. right? And what's in it. So I think of this helmet of salvation. It brings protection to our minds. And it brings this, I mean, when you have accepted the salvation that God has given, this gift, that is a huge protection in your mind because you have access to this truth and this righteousness and all the, and this faith, you really have access to all these things. And that brings hope that no matter what happens in this life, Uh we have God and he's already won. 
Right. But, you know, she says blessing status and identity. And just like you said, that has everything to do with the way our mind works. Yes. Right. And so are your thoughts in line with God? Are you really accepting that God has died for you? That God accepts you just as you are broken, dirty, whatever you are, right? That you are enough that God did that for you. With God, you have your salvation. You know, I think about gaps. There was a part in Rocky where, you know, he's like, Adrian, Adrian, <laughs> I got gaps. You got gaps together. We got no gaps, right? Oh. Well, we have gaps, but without Jesus, we don't have gaps. Right. He filled our gaps. Yes. And I love to, I mean, of course, this is scripture and it's God's word, so it's perfect. <laughs> but like. <laughs> it's not a Rocky show. Sorry. <laughs> it's, no, 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 no. I'm just saying like this helmet, just like the shoes were so perfect, you know, for our being ready for the gospel of peace and our shoes in our closet, this helmet that protects our minds and accepting the realization and the gift of salvation. I mean, I've been a Christian accepted. I mean, I've gone to church my whole life and I've known him my whole life. I've just, I've really never known a day without him. Put him on the shelf some certain periods of my life, but I, I, you know, I still knew him, but I truly don't think that I understood and grasp the meaning in my mind and my heart of the gift of salvation until I was like 31 or 32. Mm. And, you know, he's okay with that, yeah. right? He, he's fine with that. But I think that that's our desire is to get everyone there so that this, this helmet of salvation that we have is protecting our minds and that gift. Because so often, even if you do get that, if you falter and fail and stumble because you will, we all will. We shame and guilt if we don't have this helmet on. Our minds will begin to doubt. Am I really good enough? Does God really love me still? How can he after this? And that's when you go back to the belt of truth and yes. you read God's word and there it is in black and white. You are loved. You are cherished. God died for you. Jesus died for you and me. Um, it's the God confidence that we talk about that is so important. And so while you may think, Yes, I accepted Jesus. I was baptized. I just want to ask you, are you living every day like that is true? Mm. Like, mm. have you let it sink in? It is pretty amazing when it does. And There's... I wish there was a special formula for that. You know, like... <laughs> oh, gosh, here we go. Y'all, she's really smart and nerdy. The books that she refers me to sometimes, I'm like, wow, this is well above my reading level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not smart and nerdy, but thank you. That's a really sweet compliment. Um, I, I wish that there was something that I could, you know, bundle up in a cute box or a cute book. Oh, yeah. You know. Um, step one, step two. Yes. Yep. And this will get your this will get your mind and your heart on the path to believing and trusting in this incredible gift that is for you always. But there's really not. I mean, everyone's journey is yes. so unique and so individualized. And honestly, that's the beauty. If there was a formula, 
Oh, it would be so boring. It would. And that wouldn't honor what God wants, which is this beautiful, intimate, relation, personal relationship. Mm-hmm. And my relationship with God looks totally different. In your relationship with God. And that's what he wants. He's made us all different. And so, you know, we 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 want to press the easy button, right? And we just want to have it. But then we miss out on all the good stuff that makes that faith so solid, that makes that truth really stick. It's really your personal experience. And so if you're following a regiment or if you're following a step-by-step guide, you're just checking boxes. And so it's that personal experience and everyone has the ability to have it, right? To experience it, I guess is the word. And just like going back to our shoes of the gospel of peace and sharing, being ready to share that, if all of our stories looked the same, it would not be very effective. (laughs) You know, like your story is so special and unique. However... God has crafted it in such a way that it is going to help other specific people if you're willing to share it. If you have on your shoes and you are ready to share it, it it can be so powerful. And like my story, I think that's why it's so fun for us to do this podcast together. We come from two totally different backgrounds and spaces, and we've had two totally different journeys um, or not that our journeys are over with the Lord. They're always continuing. We are on two different journeys with the Lord and at different places in those journeys. And that is the beauty of it. Melissa speaks to certain people in our audience. I speak to certain people in our audience and vice versa, depending on the day. And that is the beauty of this uniqueness. It is not easy and there's not a formula, but that's the way God intended it as well. And let's be honest, you know, if we all are striving to be like Allison or striving to be like Melissa, then we're not being authentic. If we're striving to be like all of these, um, you know, if we're emulating the people that we're seeing that are in a place we want to be, ooh, okay, so she does this Bible study and she studies from 6 to 6.30 in the morning. If I do that, then I'm going to have a personal relationship with God. Nope. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. But y'all. Just sit still with God. Just say, God, you know, you said a prayer last week and you said, God, bring me close to you as you are to me. Mm. And I thought, that's what I want. Instead of saying, God, come near to me. God, draw me close to you as you always are to me. I love that. Yeah. It was special. I love this really rolls into, I mean, the foundation and of course, the very last and most important thing is our sword the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I mean, nobody that I know goes into battle without a weapon. Like you do need all these things to protect your body. Don't bring a sword to a (laughs) gunfight. And think about it. Everything else that we've talked about, all the other pieces of armor are um, pieces of protection. Yes. But the Last and final thing Mm -hmm. is our weapon, Mm. is our sword, because no soldier goes into battle without a weapon. And God has given us that, his word. And we, when we weaponize scripture and prayer, Mm -hmm. it's like the atomic bomb, people. I'm just saying, like, if we would just use those two two things, it is amazing. I love Hebrews um, 4, 12 says, the word... 
of God, it describes it as a two-edged sword. Mm. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And isn't that the truth? The word of God really gets down to the nitty-gritty. Um, I love that in the message translation, it says God's word is an indispensable weapon. Mm, so true. It, his word brings us truth and freedom to our very core. I mean, it is a weapon that can be used to destroy darkness mm. and addictions and all that we fight against. We can defeat with the word of God. That is, I will admit, not always my go-to. Yeah, that's often my, mm, that's my, okay, I've called Allison. <laughs> I've called <laughs> this person. I should probably see God's word now. That's not really the order we're supposed to do it in, but I'm learning. <laughs> and he does give us, you know, our, those people in our lives that he wants our like-minded friends that he wants us to reach out to and, and request prayer from and support from. That's not trying to diss those people. Correct. Um, in any way, but none of us, no one is going to be more powerful than the word of God. We just don't implement it. We don't use it. We go into battle with all this armor on and literally no weapon. And so we're <laughs> walking through the war, just trying to dodge the bullets with nothing to fight back with. Gosh, that right there is quite the visual. I mean, that just doesn't work. I don't know any Navy SEALs that would just like go in without a weapon to do their job. Just saying. I right. mean, I don't know really many any Navy SEALs, but I've always wanted to be one. Oh, I can hook you up with the talk with one, please. <laughs> a phone call. That was my dream. Even though I don't like extreme temperatures, I can't stay up. I have to sleep 10 hours a night. Like I would never pass. Um, and I really like to, you know, dry my hair with a diffuser and I'm pretty sure they don't get to do that either. Right? I yeah. mean, I could we could send all those and ask them, oh, is this a good candidate or not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I would fail. But I'm pretty sure there's not anyone who would just go in and try to dodge the bullets if they had a choice. And we have a choice. We do. Yep. And I mean, it is... Every day. I think about today as I was um, reading a few different translations, I was thinking... Can you imagine there are places in this world where you can't even own a Bible and I get to have how many translations? Mm. I could look at it on my phone, but also I can, you know, open them up. I can turn the pages. That is a gift, y'all, for us that we, we, we need to not overlook the fact that we can study God's word whenever, wherever. Don't take it for granted. That's right. And I think, you know, as we close up on this armor of God, it is important to consider the benefits that we receive from it, um, from putting on the armor and picking up the sword. But I think it is also really important to consider because sometimes we won't do it for ourselves, but we'll do it for other people. Mm. And it is so important for us to put on the armor of God and pick up the sword of the spirit for other people in our lives not just our, you know, immediate family and the people around us, but the strangers that we come in contact with. Because I love what Henry Nowen says. He said, it seems easier to be God than to love God. Mm. Easier to control people than to love people. 
easier to own life than to love life. Wow. I mean, when we have the armor of God on, I just feel like it's easier to love God, people, and life. Right. Because, right. Yes. which is our, is our point. I mean, this is the whole reason we are here. Yes. To, to know God, to love God, to serve God, to bring other people to God. Yeah, and point out God all around us for other people that are just so lost or so broken they can't see him yet. You know, it's kind of like that tour guide that's on the bus, like, on your right over here. (laughs) You know, we don't have to be that obnoxious. But, you know, for other people, I love to witness or to hear about God through Allison's eyes because it is so different than the way I see God. Um, God isn't different, but we just see different aspects of him. And so that is the part probably of the um, sharing the gospel of peace with people, Mm. right? I would love to finish... um, this part up by reading the armor of God from the message translation. We felt like it didn't do a great job of really honing in on the different pieces, which is why we wanted to break it down. But I thought it's such a great way to wrap up this, um, these two episodes. And it says um, from the message translation, and that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials and put them to use so you'll be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no weekend war that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps, a life or death fight to finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get, every weapon God has issued, so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, Righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. Mm. Can I get an amen? Yeah, girl. Mm. Thank you for joining us this week on The Center and the Saint. We are excited to be with you next week, even though we don't even know what we're talking about yet. (laughs) But don't worry, because God's got this. 